Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us this morning on the podcast. And of course, we are starting yesterday, just started a brand new season, season number three, and we are going through the book of First Thessalonians. Yesterday, I gave you a little bit of an introduction to this church and its start. And we really yesterday looked at the book of Acts as we saw where this church was started and how it came into existence. Today, we're going to go ahead and jump right into First Thessalonians. Now, First Thessalonians is the first of what is often referred to in the epistles of Paul as the T-books, the T-books. And the reason for that, you have 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, then you have 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, and then you have the book of Titus. And so all those books together um, often referred to as the T-books. And so we're going to start 1 Thessalonians. We'll begin reading chapter 1 and verse 1, and then we'll just, today we'll read down to verse 3. The Bible says, Paul and Sylvanius and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. And so here there's several things I want to point out uh, as we open up this book. Um, of course, you see that in the introduction there that Paul says, uh, Paul and Sylvanius and Timotheus. Now, those uh, are the, the formal names of people who are sometimes informally referred to as Paul, Silas, and Timothy. And so Timotheus, of course, is Timothy, Sylvanus, Sylvanius is uh, Silas, Silas, and you see his name Silas there in the book of Acts. And of course, Timothy, as you get to the book of Timothy, um, Timotheus is Timothy. And so that's just an interesting thing to point out. Paul's travel companions and really the men that were there helping him to start that church. And so as he sends greetings to this church and as he sends instruction to them, uh, it just makes sense that he would also greet them with these other two men that were there and instrumental in helping to found this church in Thessalonica. And so then he goes on and he says, I'm talking of this church, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and that's just such a, a beautiful picture. The church is in God the Father and it is in Jesus Christ. And, and Jesus, of course, in Matthew 16, 18 said that he would found the church and the gates of hell would not uh, prevail against it. And, 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 you know, Satan has thrown everything he has at the church and has tried everything he can to stop it. Oh, but when it's inside God the Father and inside the Lord Jesus Christ, there's nothing he can do to get to it to stop it or destroy it. Um, and then in verse 2, he says, we give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. And and Paul, one of the things you see as you read his epistles was his prayer life for these churches. And, and of course, as he's going through some of the burdens he carried, one of the things he said that was the greatest burden was the uh, on him daily was the care of all the churches. Paul had a, a burden and a heart to help these people and to help these churches. And we see here in verse 2, he says, we give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. And so Paul was not only thankful for this church, he was praying for this church, actively, actively praying for this church and, and praying for God's help and God's blessing and the work there. And, and let's not overlook the importance of this. Sometimes we read through these first few introductory verses of a, a book like this, and we, we sometimes, if we're not careful, won't pay much attention to them. But, but think about this. Paul 
Paul was praying for this church. And let me ask you, are you praying for your church? What churches are you praying for? What Christians are you praying for? It's so important. And then in verse three, he says, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. And here's what I want us to spend a little bit of time on this morning and to focus. As he's speaking to this church, he tells them he's remembering without ceasing. He says, your work of faith. And then he says, and your labor of love. And then he says, and your impatience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, these three things that he talks about are things that are talked about all the time. Uh, everybody talks about their faith. Everybody talks about their love and, and their their hope. But yet the, the adjectives he used to describe these words is truly what these words are all about. And I want you to see this. He says, your work of faith. You know, it's one thing to have faith. It's, a one, it's one thing to say you have faith. Oh, but faith isn't isn't in what you say. Faith is in what you do. And here's what I mean by that. And I'm not trying to teach a work salvation here. We know that faith is by, uh, our salvation is by faith uh, through grace or, or by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we understand that. And we understand salvation is a free gift. But faith is, is simply your trust in God. It's your dependence in God. And so, when you depend on God for salvation, there, there, there is an action involved in that. And that action is, it's not a work, but it's placing your faith and your trust in Christ alone to save you. It's coming to a point where you realize my sin is going to take me to hell. I can't do anything about it myself. I am now uh, placing my faith and my trust in Christ and in Christ alone to save me. And so your faith isn't just what you say or talk about. It's what you do. And, and you see that in the book of Hebrews, as you read chapter 11, that great hall of faith, faith. Um, all those men of faith, it's not about what they said. As you read that chapter, you find it's about what they did. They were obedient to God. They had faith in God and their faith wasn't just um, something that they say, well, I believe God. Their faith led them to action. It led them to obedience in God. And so that's what faith is about. Um, God tells us something and then we obey. We obey in faith and, and we go forward in faith. Um, and so he talks here about their uh, their work of faith, their work of faith. You see, why is that? Because faith isn't just what I say, it's what I do. Uh, God told Noah, there's a flood coming, you need to build an ark. And we saw Noah's faith because he obeyed God and he built an ark. That was his work of faith. Uh, you think of Abraham. God, uh, Abraham told God he believed him and trusted him. God said, I want you to go to Mount Moriah. I want you to sacrifice your only son, um, Isaac. And, and so what happened? Um, Abraham could have said, well, God, I trust you. But no, Abraham had a work of faith. He, he obeyed God. He went to Mount Moriah and, of course, there uh, brought his only son, Isaac, to sacrifice. And, and you know the story. God spared him from sacrifice sacrificing his son, uh, but God was testing his faith there. And, and we could go through the list. You saw Moses's faith by Moses's obedience to God. That was his work of faith. And so this church, as he's talking about this church, he says, you're more than a church that just talks about what you believe. You're you're a church that is obedient to what you believe. You're a church that obeys what, what God has told you to do. You don't just say, man, we want to see souls saved. You go out and you get the gospel out. It's your work of faith. It's obedience to the 
gospel, not just saying, oh, I believe the gospel saved people, but it's it's going door to door. It's going to the street corners. It's going out there with the gospel and and, and, and telling people about the, the gift of Jesus Christ. And so their work of faith. And then the next thing he commends them for is their labor of love. Now, it's one thing to say you love somebody. That's pretty easy to say. But true love is showed by what it does and by what it gives. And and here he says, your labor of love. Think about this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, God didn't just talk about his love. He gave his only son to show that love. And it was his labor of love as Jesus Christ lived on this earth and went to the cross. He could have just said he loved us, but it was a labor of love. He showed us that love. He lived that love. And we can talk all day long about how we love the Lord. But let me ask you, what is your labor of love? What are you doing for the Lord? We can talk all day long about how we love souls and we want to see people say, but what are you doing for souls? We can talk about how we love the church, but let me ask you, what is your labor of love? What are you doing for the church? And and, and the list goes on. And so our faith, he, he talks about their work of faith. It's more than just what they talked about. It's what they did and their labor of love. They had a love that was a real, a love that was sincere, a love that led them to do something about it. And then he said their patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, think about that. It's easy to say you have hope, oh, but hope is truly only seen through patience. When when it seems like everything around isn't adding up and everything around is going to fall apart, but yet you hang on to that hope and patience, and, and that shows a true hope. We can say that we have hope of anything, oh, but that hope is only seen in the hard times when we, uh, through patience, endure waiting for that hope and, and knowing that that hope is sure and knowing that that hope will one day come through. And, and, and that's what patience of hope is. And so this morning, as Paul commends this church, he says, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, and patience of hope. I hope this is an encouragement to us today. Our faith, our love, our hope isn't just about what we say, it's about what we do. People are watching, and if we have a true faith, if we have a true love, if we have a true hope, it will affect our actions, it will affect our work, it will affect our labor and our patience. And so let's remember that this morning. Lord, we sure love you, Father. Thank you for the opportunity we have to serve you. Lord, thank you for the love that you showed us. And Lord, help us just to be obedient to what you've given us from your word. Lord, help us to, uh, in faith, go forward, uh, obeying you, getting the gospel out, and, and Lord, trying to make a difference in this world for the cause of Christ. Father, we love you. We need you. I pray you'd help us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening.